When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Reality Radio for a really great future. We're talking real money. Human beings are complex. You know that. I don't have to tell you that. You know we are. You are one of us. We are really complicated, but we're complicated in a really dangerous way when it comes to money. You have a selflessness and a selfishness. And you never know what anyone is at any given time. And there's a reason I say that. It's about an article I read recently. Now, let me just use me as an example. I try on this podcast and my show and my work to look out for you as opposed to me, but I can't help looking out for me. I can't. It's impossible to do. So it's a, it's a balancing act. So what I do, I think what you need to do, you can't possibly be altruistic all the time. But what you can do is disclose your potential emotional conflict. And in my case, when I do this show, my emotional conflict is the fact that I make money in the financial services industry. I do. It's the only way to make a living in this business. I used to make it with a paycheck for doing radio shows, but nobody pays financial experts to do radio shows anymore. Financial experts pay radio stations. The whole world is turned upside down. So I have to make a living. So what I decided to do was work with financial services firms that I felt were doing the right thing. First, it was Merriman, back when Paul Merriman was there. And then Tom and I started Vestry, and, and we've tried to do the right thing. But we do have a conflict. We do get paid for the advice we give. And yes, of course, we'd love you to become our clients. So there's going to be some of that in there. But overall, I think that both Tom and I do a really good job pushing that selfish part aside and trying to do what's right for you, which is why we send you to places like Vanguard and we tell we give you the risk quiz and all this stuff. We don't say, hey, you want help? You got to work with us and you got to do the stuff we like because that's that's wrong. Now, there are a number of people in the financial services industry, academics, professors, who need to make a living. And so they work for financial services firms. And that colors their opinion to some extent. But Eugene Fama, for example, the Nobel, Nobel Prize winner, he works for dimensional funds, able to pursue his research 
in the pursuit of a better way to invest, an honorable way to invest. And I think overall, Dimensional is honorable, just like I think Vanguard is honorable. Uh, Professor Sharp, Bill Sharp, he um, worked, I, I don't know if he still does, but I think he worked with or helped start Financial Engines, which was a good firm. I think that's the one. And I'm just, I'm speaking off the top of my head. Maybe not be him, maybe somebody. I think it's the same. There's another professor out there, though, who's getting a lot of press, and it's not press for the right reasons. It's a professor at uh, the American College of Financial Services of the American College. Uh, his name is Wade Fow, Dr. Wade Fow. Now, Dr. Wade Fow has been on the fringe of decent advice for a very long time. But Dr. Fow has become a big proponent of annuities. He's telling people, don't rely on your investments anymore. Don't. It's not good. You can't do it. Instead, you need an annuity to prevent declines in your funds. And I wondered why Dr. Fow pushes what everyone else in the financial services industry, every other academic, not salespeople, salespeople love annuities, but academics tend to hate annuities. It is pretty much across the board, particularly indexed annuities and variable annuities. The academics don't like them because they're, they're opaque. They're complex. They're expensive. They have gigantic commissions. They, they are sold in a misleading manner. They're just generally bad for people because of the, the industry. So I wondered, why? Why do I keep reading all these articles about Wade Fow pushing insurance investment products? And then I read an article recently in Think Advisor. And I just want to read you this paragraph. It, it's, it sounds like it's right from his press release. Probably is. The multi-award winning retirement authority is professor of retirement income and co-director of the New York Life Center for Retirement Income at the American College. Oh, Oh, New York Life endowed you, Dr. Fow. Well, wouldn't it be nice if somewhere in your papers and articles you say, I have a financial interest in protecting the insurance industry. I wondered. Now I don't wonder anymore. And you know, if you want to know what a person's motivation might be when they're trying to sell you a product or service, you really need to find out how they're paid. Where do they get their money? You really need to know that. And if someone, if anyone ever says, you don't pay me, then you know something about them you know they are a liar. Ah, do you have questions for me? I would love to answer them. You can call them in at 855-935-TALK or you can send them in 
via TalkingRealMoney.com, which is our all-purpose website for all kinds of things. You can sign up for classes there. You can set up a meeting with one of our advisors and not get sold anything. But yes, would we like it if you became a client? Sure. We're going to try and treat you right and not sell you an annuity? Yes. Do we get commissions? Never. Eh, anyway. So give me a call or send your question in at TalkingRealMoney.com. TalkingRealMoney.com. Just hit the contact form. And I've got a whole bunch of questions that have piled up. So I think we should start going through some of them. No phone questions, though. So more calls, please. 855-935-TALK. So let's go to the written questions. Let's do, well, we'll do a couple at least today. I'll get started with one and see how it goes. And this is a really simple one anyway. So it's a good start. The topic, portfolio ratio, international versus domestic. Why do you recommend a 50-50 split between international and domestic when VTWAX, that's the Vanguard Total World Stock Index Admiral Shares, has a 53.94 domestic and a 43.57 international split? Is it simply the process thing? Wouldn't a 50-50 split be more international than your recommended index fund? Yes, it would. However, we have a 5% threshold anyway. So this is within the, you know, the 5% margin of error. And that's all it is. It's really just a margin of error thing. It's simpler to say about 50-50 than 53.94 and 43.57 and whatever the cash is. Uh, it, it gets a little, just it's a little silly. Really, 50-50 is pretty darn close. If you want to get more precise with your portfolio, go ahead. But if you're just going to buy the Vanguard Total World Stock Index, which solves most people's problem, then they're going to give you that split. 50-50 is just a rounding error. But thanks so much. For the note. The next one. It's about cash. Well, too much cash. Tom and Don. I have accumulated about $15,000 in the last couple months due to reduced spending, stimulus, and the sale of some dirt bikes. I'm maxing out my 401k and IRA, and I have a fully funded six-month emergency fund. I would like to invest this money for midterm use for future vehicles or travel, say, 10 to 15 years away. What would you suggest? I was eyeing either VWITX or VTMFX. I am comfortable with moderate risk on this particular investment. Thank you. Love the show. Well, and thank you for listening to the show. But what could be more different than that choice? You've got the, uh, the Vanguard uh, Intermediate Tax-Free versus the Vanguard tax-advantaged balanced fund. Hmm. Well, the tax-free bond fund is going to be less volatile, but are you in a high tax bracket? The other, the balance, the tax-managed balanced, is probably a better choice for a 10 or 15-year time frame because it does give you a little bit of a growth component, and uh, rarely, rarely, rarely do we have 10 years with stocks down and stocks are only a part of the portfolio. So I, I, I don't imagine you would lose, but there's no guarantee. I think moderate risk is the VTMFX, the tax managed balanced fund. I think of those, that's the better choice. And I think that's a fine choice. Uh, 
You can also do sort of the same thing on your own with VTWAX with the Vanguard Total World Stock Index and then using uh, a Vanguard Intermediate Taxable Bond Fund or the tax-free if you're in a high bracket. Thanks for the question. And these are moving right along, so let's go do another one. This is about tax loss harvesting. Hello. My question is, should I do tax loss harvesting since I've taken a loss with the market right now? My advisor is recommending it. He said I have about $22,000 that it would be for. Well, I don't I don't know what the 22,000 refers to. I guess that that's the loss. But yeah, I think tax tax loss harvesting makes a lot of sense when you've had a, a big downturn in the market, as long as you don't try to time the market. And that means that if you take it out, you need to move it into another similar investment, either similar or better than what you had, uh, to keep invested so that should the market go back up, you're participating in it as it has over the past several weeks so yeah i'm good with tax loss harvesting and remember when you take a tax loss you can offset any capital gain with the loss directly dollar for dollar then up to three thousand dollars can be used against ordinary income that is to reduce your ordinary income or offset income and you can carry forward losses against future gains or that three thousand dollar income offset so there you go Thanks for that note, and uh, that went pretty well. So I think we're going to call it a podcast for today. It's a podcast. Tell friends, please, 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 stay very safe. Don't go out and do stupid stuff. Don't go to big public gatherings. You know, if you can go out again and wherever you are, go out safely. And uh, subscribe to the podcast on your favorite podcast service. Thanks so much for listening. Oh, by the way, send your questions in via TalkingRealMoney.com or call them in to 855-935-TALK. And this is a Friday podcast, so it's probably a good time to remind you that if you would like to call and talk with Tom and me live, you can do it on Saturdays from 3 to 5 Eastern, noon to 2 Pacific at that same number, 855-935-TALK. That rings through to the show when we're on the air and we'll be on the air tomorrow, which is Saturday, unless you listen to this podcast on some other day, and then it's Saturday anyway. Okay, enough time shifting. And now on to, let's see, what time is it? Oh, you can get this edited and it'll be time for happy hour. Have a great one. We'll talk to you soon. I'm Don McDonald. that the information provided on Talking Real Money is for educational and hopefully enjoyable purposes only. Providing personalized financial planning or investing advice takes time, so please consult with a really good fee-only fiduciary investment, tax, or legal advisor. We know a good one. Investing must always involve risk. In other words, you can and probably will lose money at times. Also, as much as you want it, no one can accurately, consistently predict the future. So past performance doesn't tell you a darn thing about what the future will bring. Unlike many other programs that say something similar, Talking Real Money is not trying to get you to buy or sell any financial products or securities. Instead, the program program is provided as a public service by Vestry, a fee-only registered investment advisor. Thanks for listening and please visit TalkingRealMoney.com for more information and disclosures. That should keep the lawyers happy.